Hey, thank you everyone so much for tuning into another awesome podcast episode. Today we have truly an amazing featured guest. She is a woman of God. She is a published author and a certified life coach. And as Kirk Franklin sung in his song, More Than I Can Bear, our featured guest has been through the fire. She's been through the flood. She's been broke into pieces. She's seen lightning flashing from above. But through it all, she remembers that God loves her and he cares and that he will never put more on her than she can bear. She is truly a walking testimony. Please welcome the one and only Militia Reader. Ryan, how are you today? Doing great, doing great. Thank you so much for the time to come on. I definitely appreciate it. You're so welcome. It's an honor to be with you today. God bless everyone who's listening. I pray God's blessings over you, the peace of God over you all. You know, we're in a great time. Although things seem crazy in our world, we serve an awesome, faithful God, and I'm happy to be called his daughter. Amen. I, I know that's right. Yeah. And so first, I think um, a congratulations is due on you recently becoming a certified. Yes. It's something that I've always wanted to do. Like so many of my family and friends come and talk to me about everything. And um, they always say, God, Militia, you ask the right questions. And um, so it's been like that all my life. So I'm like, you know what? Why not get paid doing this? So I can help some people change their lives and, you know, just walk in their full potential. So I'm grateful that I took the time to actually do the work, put the hours in, took the test, passed. And um, it's been good. I got a few clients under my belt so far. So I'm, I'm really grateful that I have the opportunity to help people. It's something that I've always enjoyed doing, and um, it's been good, so I'm grateful. Oh, that's awesome. Major, major congratulations. Thank you so much, Brian. Thank you. <laughs> Definitely. And so um, one of my first questions is, when I say that broken crowns still color, um, what does that mean to you? Broken crowns still color. What that means to me is it doesn't matter what happens to you in life. You can still paint a beautiful picture. A beautiful picture can still come out no matter how broken you are, no matter how um, in a million pieces you may feel at times. There's always room to make a beautiful picture. And um, that's kind of how my life has been. There's been seasons in my life where I felt broken, where I've been broken. And um, God still gets the glory. He's painting a picture that I can see a little clearer now. And and it's not so bad. (laughs) It's not so bad. No matter how broken you are, God can still get the glory out of your life. If you don't give up and you just have, have faith that all things work together for your good. And that's just where I'm at in my life right now. All things are working together for my good. No matter how broken I may feel at times, no matter how much pain I feel at times, because, you know, even at sometimes I have 
come to the place where I was mad at God because I felt like this, the brokenness that I was experiencing was unfair. But um, I, it, it's been a journey. It's been a big, big journey, a real journey. And one of the things that I also realized is that brokenness draws you closer to God. And for that, I'm grateful. Yeah. Amen. That is so true. And, um, you know, in the in the Bible, there was a time when when Jesus was feeding the multitudes and first he he blessed the bread. And then. And so once the bread was broken, no that it still wasn't blessed. Yes. Yes. In the mechanism, and that an awesome thing we draw from, you know. Yes. And that's such an amazing analogy cuz nobody really thinks about it like that. Just because it was broken doesn't mean it still wasn't blessed. And not only that, but God was the one, Jesus was the one who had the bread in his hand. He broke it. You know, so just the fact that his hands were still on it is like, wow, okay, okay, God, let's do it. Yeah, you're in my right. in your hand, so it's okay. So it's good. That's right. You know, it, was, it was all together. Um, it's like, you know, Jesus was God manifested in the flesh. So even with um, with all that he went through, he allowed like himself like to go through it for for the greater for the greater good and it's um it's so awesome you know because without a crucifixion there's no resurrection and um it's truly awesome it is awesome we serve a faithful loving god in high priest and it's good it's no other no other god i want to serve that's for sure yeah. amen that's right and you know the most um <clears throat> Beautifulest butterflies have came from some of the most ugliest cocoons, and um, you've been the um, and I believe you talk about a lot. In your book, would you mind sharing about um, more about your book? Yes, so I wrote a book, and it's called "God Help: The Devil Wants Me to Kill My Husband," and it's. 100% real. <laughs> you know, like, I feel like sometimes these are things that we don't talk about. We don't talk about the the, the hardships of marriage. And when we do talk about them, it kind of deals with finances and, you know, children and stuff like that. But sometimes it, it gets really uh, intense. It got really intense, at least for my husband and I. And I wrote this book because my husband and I, we've we been married for almost five years now. And I say the first three, three and a half years, we literally went through all types of craziness. And because, I believe because we come from two different backgrounds, you know, I come from uh, a mother and father who both passed away. My mom passed away when I was 16, my dad passed away when I was 14. And even the times that I did experience them together, it was um, physical violence. I've seen my dad hit my mom. I've seen my mom try to stab my dad. And I never thought that it took an effect on me. I, you know, it's something that I experienced as a young child and I saw 
And I think because none of my other family made it such a big issue, it seemed that as if that was normal when somebody loves you. Because one of the things that my family always said was how much my father loved my mother. So I assumed that violence, if a man truly loves you, he's probably gonna physically try to hurt you. And that's just a concept, a stronghold that the enemy attempted to, to put in my heart and in my mind. And as I've become, as I became an adult and met my husband, we didn't go through any physical violence, but we had some serious mental and emotional abuse going on. And what I mean by that is my husband, as well as myself, I'm, I'm going to take full responsibility for um, my actions, but I just want to make paint a picture that's very important as I've never been the one to like physically um, verbally assault anyone you know I, I can go back and forth with you but that wouldn't always be my first intent when I have a disagreement with someone especially someone I'm, I'm in a relationship with but my husband that was his go-to he was very um verbal with his um, disappointment and his frustration. And he would say a lot of mean things and nasty things to me. And it had got to the point where I said, you know what, let me give him a taste of his own medicine. So I started doing it back. And what I realized is that it got comfortable. We had started a pattern. And because the pattern had started, when he would say something, nasty and mean i would go right back towards him and say something nasty and mean and it got to the point because we wasn't physical our words had to come with such a strong impact and that's what we started we started pad we had started a pattern of verbal assaults towards each other and i was so consumed with not not being my mother and father to the way i would never allow a man to physically um violate me or physically hurt me I never even considered that he can verbally and emotionally hurt me my guards was down in that area because I was so set up I was so set up with knowing that he was never going to put his hands on me and like I said we started a pattern and through that pattern I started to just get mad with everybody I was mad at myself I was mad at God. I was mad because I'm like, how can I literally, like, how can I be married to someone who would say these nasty things to me? Like, I started to look at myself like, who are you that you would marry someone that would say that to you? Like, what's what's going on? And I had to start asking some questions and um, really going to God. At a season, I had started going to God because there was a time where I just wasn't going to him at all because I was mad at everybody because I felt like, God, you knew this was going to happen. You shouldn't have let us get married. You should have did something like something should have happened to where I knew like, nope, don't do it. And um, so I kind of was blaming God, even though, like I said, I take full responsibility because I made the choice. But um, that's just where I was at. And um, as time went on, the pattern just got worse and worse and worse. And I was just broken. I was hurt. I was sad because we would go to church and I would always hear messages about how, you know, we're supposed to forgive and how we're supposed to, to love and show mercy and kindness. And it's like, but at what point do you 
take care of your own personal heart. Like I'm showing, I'm showing forgiveness and I'm extending forgiveness, but my heart is broken. So what about me? And these are the questions I had to go to God with. Like you asking me to forgive someone who just verbally assaulted me, but what about my heart? My heart is broken. My, my, and I started to get very upset at the whole system of marriage so to speak because it just didn't seem fair that I had to forgive someone who was handling me with such um I don't even know the word to use but I just didn't feel like he was someone that I could submit to because I didn't trust him with my heart I didn't trust him with my 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 inner thoughts my feelings I just didn't trust him at all so um I was in a very weird place and in the process kind of started writing my book and um i just started writing my feelings down and you know some of them was angry prayers to god because that was one of the things that the holy spirit had said to me stop shutting him out because that's what i was doing i was completely shutting god out and the holy spirit one day just kind of arrested me and like why are you shutting me up if you angry write your prayer but make it you could still write to me and still talk to me, but make it out in a prayer. And that's kind of what I started to do. Once I started reading everything, I wrote back and I was like, well, this would be so good. Like, cause I knew at that moment, cause I never had no intentions on ever um, read, writing a book. That was never my, one of the things that I ever wanted to do. And once I saw what it had turned into, I knew like, okay, this is bigger than my husband and I. Like God is using our story to be a blessing to so many people. Because one of the things that I was saying was like, the church really wasn't dealing with that issue the way it needed to be dealt with. And when you even think about the, the divorce rate, like, the Christian divorce rate is just as high as the world's um, divorce rate, if not. And and you had to did, and I had to ask questions like, why? And it's because we're going through so much, and we're covering it with forgiveness. When people are hurting, people voice needs to be heard. People want to be understood, and be able to share what they're going through, and not not so much to bash anyone. But when you know that you're being heard, when you know that you're being understood, it gives you a sense of peace. And well, at least it did for me. So I'm just kind of assuming that women kind of is in that same position. But um, that was the breakthrough for me when I saw that this was turning into something different. And it kind of helped me to just embrace this battle differently. Yeah. Um, so um, from that came the came the book, and that's um, awesome. And the, so the book is out, right? Yes, the book is out. Um, I didn't put it on Amazon because um, I wasn't sure because I I did self publishing. Um, someone in my church actually um did my editing and my book cover, and it was just a, such an awesome blessing to me, and um. So I'm doing self-publishing. So usually I did um, create a website. Um, it's at malicious.wixsite.com or 
they can go to my Instagram, mrita416, and uh, DM me and, you know, just give me some information. I'll give them the information and I'll just mail the book out to um, anyone who wants to read it. And I've been getting such a great feedback, Ryan. It's so many women have read my book and just was able to relate and understand what I, you know, what I was going through because they're going through the same things. And it's been such a great, great, great feedback so far. Oh, wow. That's awesome. Awesome you mentioned that because I felt that it has helped others walk out there um, to open up as well. So that of the great impact that it's having on people. Yes. <clears throat> so many women. And I... I sold my book to a few guys, but um, I wish more men would get it so they can kind of understand things from their wife's perspective, <laughs> you know, because it's always two perspectives and two people in the marriage and two people in a relationship. And, you know, sometimes the, the perspectives can be totally different. But I do believe if men also read my book, especially if they can relate to us, some of the stuff that's in there that their wives is experiencing it'll just give them a different outlook and a different perspective um from their woman's point of view because um one of the things that i tell my husband all the time is you know the bible tells husbands to live with their wives and knowledge so you're required it's a command for the husband to know his wife you have to mm -hmm. understand her totally different than she has to understand you because the word wouldn't tell you, the word wouldn't have it in there. So it's important that you study your wife. It's important that you know her ups, her downs, her ins and her outs, everything about her so that you can truly love her like Christ loved the church. You know, God knows us. He knows everything about us. And it's the husband's place to, to know his wife. And I think um, once men take the time to really get to know, to know, know his wife's moods and all the things that she experienced and it can really help um, bring some healing and understanding into the marriage as well as the relationship and the only reason I'm, I want to bring both in is because I've found that a lot of single, not single but women who's just in relationships identify with my book a lot so this is not just only happening in people who are married. This is people who are just in relationships and they're kind of going through these same things. And um, I think that warfare is just a different type of level for a married couple because we know the enemy hates family, anything that God puts together, he wants to tear apart. But just the fact that they can relate to certain things lets me know like if their goal is to get married, the enemy is shutting it down trying to come against it at the at the at the start so they won't even come to a place of marriage so i mean it, it can help everyone not just married couples my book is for any couple or married couple um who's just going through some serious warfare and and just need some understanding about what's happening wow that is truly a blessing and um you definitely are a walking testimony and are doing awesome things. So when you um, who do you see? Uh, <laughs> you know what's so funny? I'm like cheesing. Like my cheeks is 
I'm smiling so hard <laughs> because one of the things I know for sure is I'm a daddy's girl. Like I'm loved by God and that's who I see in the mirror. I don't focus on the flaws. I don't focus on the shortcomings, although I take them to God in prayer because I want to please him, but I know mm -hmm. he loves me. And because of that, I can smile. When I look in the mirror, I'm like, God loves me. The God of the universe, the sovereign God loves me. What yes. is anybody talking about? Like, excuse me? <laughs> like, yeah. And I'm telling you, Brian, one of the things that really helped me in my marriage while my husband would say nasty and mean things to me was me knowing that but God loves me. Like what you're saying to me, if God didn't build me a certain way, my husband would have broke me. And that's without a doubt. And sometimes I, that's one of the things I started to do was pray for women who is going through these kind of verbal assaults, who don't know that God loves them because I understand mm -hmm. how it can break a woman's spirit. And I was so grateful. There's many times where I just cried to God, like, thank you for building me from when I was young. I've always known that God loved me. Always known it. Like it's, it's just something he put in me. And throughout my years of growing up, it was always, I always tell people like God spoiled me. Like that's my father. I knew my biological dad, but God is my father. He's, he's, he introduced himself to me as father. So that's who I know very well. And I know he loves me. Can't nobody do anything to shift that towards me or for me. So no matter what my husband would say to me at times, although I didn't realize it was getting to me, but it was, of course. But I always knew, like, <laughs> you can say what you want to say. I'm loved by God. He mm. loves me. Do I need to work on that area? Yes. Was I wrong when I said that? Yes. Should I have that this better? Absolutely. But you cannot tell me who I am. Only God can tell me who I am. And that's... Amen. Me. I know that's right. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. As a, um song says, he's a, he's a good father, you know? Yes. Yes. He's a good, good father. And I'm loved by him. Hallelujah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He's perfect in all his way. Yes. Absolutely. And there's no one in this world that I would want to be loved by more than God. He's faithful. He's true. He's hilarious. He's got the greatest sense of humor known to mankind. God is amazing. And I would really encourage anyone who's listening to really start building their relationship with the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. You know, don't just go to church because your, your family told you to go. Don't just go because, you know, as tradition, that's just what you and your family did. Start to really seek God for yourself and get to know him for yourself. It's a totally different relationship. It's a totally different understanding. And since we live in a world that can be so harsh and so mean, if you're not rooted in the love of God, you're going to get tossed to and fro and it's not going to be a good thing. So I encourage anyone, start building your relationship with God. Go deeper with God. Love on the Father. Let him love on you. 
ask him how to even allow that to happen. Because one of the things that I found is that a lot of people don't know how to receive the love of God. And and it's and it sucks and it's crazy, but it's so real. A lot of people don't know how to accept it and embrace who God says they are because we so down on ourselves and so hard on ourselves. You know, but yeah. we have to learn to shut our own mouths and really let God pour into us who we are. And can't nobody stop, can't nobody move you when you know that. Yeah, I imagine it's like someone um you know uh you know place on the table for the child and then the child is like oh they don't feel they're worthy but it's it's free and it's like you know you got to break out of that less than mm-hmm. mentality you know no matter how you feel about yourself that you have parent an awesome god who who loves you greatly and there's the awesome thing is that there's nothing we can do to fall out of love with God because there was nothing we did to fall in love with God he has that just because love yes I agree 100% Brian amen to that amen to that the, the truly blessing and and you once said um, don't be afraid to start all over again you may like your new story better. That is that is so true. <laughs> yeah, that's where, that's the place I'm in right now. Just really trusting God with my marriage. Just really, because um, there was times I felt like I have to protect myself. So I really wasn't giving God a, a free range in that area. I would shut him out because I felt like he wasn't doing it fast enough or how I wanted him to do it. So I was felt like yeah. I had to protect my own heart. And that's kind of what I was doing. And, and um, rightfully so because of everything that was going on. But um, now I'm at the place where I'm truly like allowing God to, to protect my heart and to cover my to cover my heart to to heal me from um, things that was said, things that was done, and there was a time where I wasn't even giving God that place. And mm-hmm. what I'm realizing is that now that I'm just kind of lowering, because <clears throat> it's not fully there, I'm lowering <laughs> my God so that God can come and do some things. I felt I noticed that I'm at a different place of peace. You know, when I don't feel like I have to do everything in my own strength, because when I was doing everything in my own strength, I was making things worse. So now that I'm just truly lowering my God and letting, allowing God to really help me through this process, I just have a different kind of peace. Um, I even look different. One of the things, one day I was just kind of looking at myself and I realized like I kind of had a darkness about me. I looked dark because I really was not happy. And um, now I just have this this glow. I'm just so cute, <laughs> you know. And it's like, no, look, awesome. lift up your head, smile. <laughs> and so right. it's, it's now like the heaviness is not on me like it was before, and that's Amen. the new story. Embracing, like it's okay. Let's let's go with God and see how this plays out. That's right. That's that's truly. A blessing. God knows how to turn uh, graves into gardens. He knows how to uh, give, you know, beauty for ashes. And it's truly yeah. a, a wonderful thing. It is a wonderful yeah. thing. 
And so, um, how can people um, get in contact with you? Well, they can go to my Facebook at Militia Reader. Um, Militia Reader on Facebook. That's M-A-L-I-C-I-A. Reader, R-E-A-D as in David, E-R. Catch me on Facebook. Or they can go to my Instagram. It's M-R-E-A-D-E-R 416. M-Reader 416 um, on Instagram. And I also have a, a YouTube channel. Just type in my name, Militia Reader, on YouTube. I have some amazing content on there where I'm just kind of talking about relationships and um, just different things that I've been experiencing throughout my marriage and just even with friendships, different areas that just deals with relations. And um, so they can go check out my YouTube channel, subscribe, like, comment. I will respond. And um, it's just been a really great ride. So yeah. Those are the three places that anyone can find me. YouTube, Instagram, or Facebook. Wow, that's truly a blessing. Thank you so much again for coming on. And I want to encourage you to continue to be the awesome vessel of hope that you are and continue to reach and impact lives all over. Thank you so much for having me, Brian. God bless you and all that God is going to do for you, through you. You know, any we're going through a series in my church called Destiny Helpers. And anyone who gives <clears throat> a person a platform to, to exalt God is a destiny helper. So thank you for allowing God to use you. And I just pray the blessings of God over you and your family. And everything you put your hands to will be blessed in Jesus' name. You know, go for, go for the biggest things that you want in life. Because God is able to do exceedingly abundantly far above all we can ever ask for things. So I just pray that you walk um, in the fullness of God. <laughs> yes, amen and amen. I definitely receive that. Well, thank you again, everyone, for tuning in to another awesome, amazing podcast episode. As always, I pray that you've been blessed and that you walk away from listening to this podcast in a better state than you were when you first began. For those of you who do wish to sow into this podcast min- ministry, you can. If you have the Cash App, my Cash App is the dollar sign Bride Davy, which is a combination of my first and middle name, Brian David, 888. So it's the dollar sign, Brian Davy, 888. Or if you don't have Cash App, you can simply email me at David, B as in boy, D as in David, P as in Porter, 35 at yahoo.com. That's David, B, D, P, 35 at yahoo.com. And I can definitely assist you with that. And it would definitely be greatly appreciated. As always, remember to the world you may be one person, but to one person you may be the world. As always, this is BDP, Brian David Porter, living in purpose, on purpose, intentionally. Until next time, you guys be blessed.